0: You don't believe in the Blair Witch. Why the hell did you come along?
1: I thought the movie was cool. What is that? What is that? What is it?
0: They're eating her. Oh, that, that wouldn't do at you know. all. Oh, no, no, not the beach. I they're going to eat me.
1: This isn't plans one through eight for water's face. Not the
0: beard. This is plan nine. Oh, hi, Mark. This <laughs> is the one that worked. You got ten. Two. Have a nice day. Yeah. I don't think you're pretty anymore. Oh alright, alright
1: alright, alright, alright. Who are you supposed to be?
0: Uh Matthew McConaughey? mcconaughey
1: McConaughey?
0: what I don't know. Well we back to Bad Movie day tonight the podcast where my wife and I watch some bad movies and we talk about our thoughts and opinions with you, the viewers. Oh, Hold on. I just realized that the <laughs> microphone is on the wrong setting, so... Uh,
1: so we, should we do the thing
0: again? No, it's fine. Okay. Uh, the beginning part probably just doesn't sound that great. But you know what? We fixed it and we're just going to keep on trucking. You can't... You can't force great jokes and opening lines and laughter the way that we did just now.
1: That's true. With my very monotone voice.
0: Well, I was talking more about my oh, Matthew, Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey impression. <laughs> uh, as everybody knows, my name is Nigel with a journey into film.com, and with me, as always, is my wife Caitlin, who just took a big old swig of her drink. <laughs>
1: Hello. It's like you weren't even ready. I thought I could get it done before you said my name.
0: Yeah, you could But not. I didn't. This week. And guest star. And guest star.
1: I mean, I guess not really guest star. He's been with us a couple of weeks now, but Salem. Back
0: oh, in yeah, yeah, yeah. Salem in the house and taking his after dinner nap on the uh, <laughs> on the pillow by my desk. Some of you I may feel like remember we him. We should start
1: including him because he's always in here.
0: That's true, In this movie is about witchcraft, and witches have black cats. Uh, and
1: his name is Salem.
0: And his name is Salem. Weird coincidences. Wow. Some of you may remember him from the Journey into Film, the podcast, when I used to post pictures of that online. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I ever really featured him when we started this podcast, but it's mm-hmm. the same cat, just uh, two years later. Okay, let's back up. Let's let's talk about the movie.
1: Okay, I just I guess I am trying to do everything I can to avoid talking about this movie.
0: I know I don't know what I am going to say about this movie. You don't know what you are going to say about this movie, but it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. This is going to be our best podcast yet. Although I don't know if we'll be able to top Showgirls in recent memory. Yeah, this week we were talking about Book of Shadows, Blair Witch Two. The 2000 follow-up to The Blair Witch Project, directed by Joel, oh my gosh, Joe Berlinger, Berlinger, and written by Dick Bebe,
1: Dick Beebe.
0: Which, uh, no stranger, the podcast Dick Beebe because he was a writer on House on Haunted Hill Mm. the 1999 version that we've already talked about on our podcast and I believe it's still in our top 10 uh, ranking on the definitive bad movie date night ranking list might be where to begin on this one
1: where to begin how about starting with the music I like to begin there
0: yeah okay I love early 2000s horror movies because the soundtracks are...
1: People screaming into a microphone.
0: Usually people screaming some kind of metal I mean, I don't even know if you can kind
1: of, like, screaming. It's just people talking very loudly and with a deep, raspy voice into, like, a microphone. And it just seems very... Like, I don't know. Like, they're trying to be edgy. Like, oh, this is the early 2000s. This is what it sounds like. I
0: mean, it was all of that, like, grungy, From the 90s. metal stuff. Uh, So, there were a lot of changes made to this movie in post-production, which is something that happens a lot to make decent movies bad movies. And one of the changes in this one... Is instead of opening with the Frank Sinatra song, Witchcraft, Mm -hmm. the studio said, "Um, how about Marilyn Manson? Because he's kind of like Witchcraft.
1: I mean, I would pick Marilyn Manson in Witchcraft movies because he's like, you know, edgy.
0: Yeah. So that's just the kind of music that you find yourself with this movie. Mm hmm. And it's great. I mean, I don't know what's not to love about it.
1: No, I mean, it's fine. It's definitely just very... It's just any time that music comes on, you're like, yeah, this is an early 2000s one.
0: You know that you're not going to be scared. Right. Because it's going to be more campy than ever.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Should I do that into the mic? Every time (laughs) I take a drink.
0: (laughs) I thought, uh, starting with this movie, we're actually going to introduce a new... Uh, segment. It's called This Movie is Brought to You By and this movie, Blair Witch 2, was brought to you by an electric lemonade.
1: I was going to say, I don't remember.
0: <laughs> I didn't at first, but then I did remember. Uh, So we're going to just start telling you guys what drinks we had in order to endure these movies.
1: I'll tell you right now, though, it was not enough.
0: I'll also tell you it was not one of my favorite drinks.
1: I liked it. I mean, it was oh, fine. Because you messed it up?
0: No, I didn't mess it up. You I made it the it exact right? way that it told me to make it. I was just like, I could take it or leave it.
1: Okay, you were obsessed with electric lemonade. Oh, I'm thinking You're getting this Lynchburg. confused with
0: Lynchburg lemonade. You're right. It was which okay. Which are...
1: That sounds very confused. Yeah, it was okay. Yes. Same page.
0: Yeah, okay. Same the page. difference is that instead of uh whiskey you use rum. Yeah. Uh so yeah, this was a one drink movie.
1: Meaning like you only need one drink or we just No, had one that drink.
0: just we just had one drink.
1: Yeah. You need all the alcohol.
0: I mean, or you just need to not watch this movie.
1: I would not recommend this movie because I don't even think with alcohol it would be better. Right. This show is turning into drinking bad movie date night (laughs) this movie is turning
0: into drinking with nigel and caitlin oh boy and let's just talk about what they do while they drink which is watch bad movies
1: Yep.
0: um should probably rethink our a lot of our life choices (laughs) okay let's talk about the director real quick because i think this is actually pretty interesting joe berlinger He is primarily a documentary filmmaker.
1: Which is why they signed him on to this movie as a documentary.
0: Well, okay, this movie does some interesting things in the realm of documentary. But for whatever reason, the studio said... "We Okay, so the studio, they went to the original directors of the first Blair Witch movie. Um, I have their names written down somewhere... Um, I do not. The
1: original directors of the Blair Witch they were called
0: Matt and Steven.
1: Matt and Steven. No Witch. Uh,
0: Daniel Merrick and Eduardo Sanchez, which we'll talk about the Blair Witch in a second because Blair Witch is a very interesting movie. Anyways, uh, so artisan films, they said, hey, let's make a sequel. And they're like, this movie is hot right now, everybody loves it, let's just knock one out within the next year, and it'll be great. And So the, the Blair
1: Witch came out a year before this. the one. Sh- this Book of Shadows?
0: Yeah. Okay. There was a very that. fast turnaround before okay. around it. Uh, Blair Witch came out in 1999, you know, the height of good movies.
1: That's, yeah, Okay.
0: Uh, they said, no, we'd rather wait for the hype to die down. And Artisan said, you know what? We own the rights. We're going to go ahead and make one anyway. So they hired Joe Berlinger to do it. Um, who'd only done documentaries, which he, his big, the big documentary that he did was the Paradise Lost trilogy, which focuses on the, uh, West Memphis Three they were those uh, teenagers who were tried with killing those kids. Mm-hmm. That's about all I know about it. I think they were later, like, proven innocent or something. But mm. So he's done three documentaries about them. Uh, between, three
1: documentaries just on them?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Between 96 and 2011.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Um, and they got a, Academy Award nominations for that. So, you know, he... His wheelhouse is documentary filmmaking. Well, then they
1: picked the right person for this movie.
0: Except this movie... Well, we'll talk about that. He also did a documentary on Metallica. And he recently did the movie Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile, which is that Ted Bundy movie with Zac Efron. Mm. Um, He also did the... uh, I think it's called, like, the Ted Bundy tapes or whatever that is.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: That thing that Netflix released mm-hmm. at the same time that they did that. Anyways, so I he... I want to watch that. We should watch that. Yeah. I forget that it... We, we spend so little time on Netflix now that I'm like, I don't Me remember too. what they have.
1: That's true.
0: Um. So, basically, Joe Berlinger, he's like, he went to Burkittsville, Maryland, where the original Blair Witch Project took place and interviewed locals and... Because
1: he took this serious. He's a documentarist.
0: Right. His whole approach was, let's pretend that the Blair Witch Project was real. hmm Let's talk about what... how it has affected the real-life lives of these people, and then let's presuppose... Actually, his whole thing wasn't to wasn't that let's pretend the Blair Witch was real. It was let's interview people on how this impacted them, and then let's presuppose that there are crazy people out there who would believe that it's real. Okay. So Blair Witch Project, right? Fake movie or a movie? It's basically like the most famous found footage movie in recent memory. Found footage. Right. Air quotes. About a fake witch. Right. In a real town. Right. About fake people Uh or actor people, these kids, get lost in the woods and then supposedly they maybe get attacked by the Blair Witch. So his whole thing was, all right, that was obviously a movie. The whole world knows it's a movie at this point.
1: Oh, but let's pretend people think it's real.
0: Let's pretend that there are people, like his whole story was there are going to be these kids that think that the Blair Witch was real.
1: Yeah. It's kind of just a tangly web, so it's kind of hard to follow.
0: Right. And in some ways, his movie did that, but in also other ways, it did not do that.
1: Was it his fault? No. Okay.
0: So he basically, he interviewed people, and he said, Hey, how has this affected your life since that movie came out? And then use that as the basis for the beginning of the movie.
1: Were those real people he interviewed?
0: No, those were oh, okay. all actors. Okay. He also wanted to address how people in the Wiccan community were upset with how witches were <laughs> represented in *The Blair Witch*. Mm-hmm. Because if there's anything that history has shown us is that people don't understand witchcraft, which I really don't have a problem with. Right. <laughs> Where was I going with that?
1: Laying the groundwork for...
0: Laying the groundwork. So let's talk about The Blair Witch Project for a second. I was alive in 1999. Me too. Caitlin was alive in 1999. However, we were too young to watch The Blair Witch Project. Caitlin's family probably would have uh, grounded her for life if she had seen The Blair Witch Project.
1: Yeah.
0: I saw The Blair Witch Project... I actually don't remember when I saw the Blair Witch Project. Probably 1999. No, 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 no. 2001 then. (laughs) I was a scaredy cat for a very long time.
1: I have a hard time believing that.
0: Like, I was kind of like on the fringe of scary things, but like the idea of child's play scared me, so I didn't enjoy watching horror movies.
1: But didn't you see child's play at a young age?
0: No, my mom told me about child's play and traumatized (laughs) me for the rest (laughs) of my life. I'm, I'm not even kidding. I I had nightmares that Chucky was going to kill me, and I had never seen this movie. I just knew what Chucky looked like, and I was basing this all on what my mom told me about the movie.
1: That's so funny.
0: So, thanks, Mom. Also, Slappy from Goosebumps literally stopped me from watching Goosebumps.
1: I wish I knew what you're referencing, but I was not allowed to watch Goosebumps.
0: Uh, Slappy was a ventriloquist dummy that came to Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. I saw the commercial for that episode and I said, I'm out. (laughs) No more goosebumps for me.
1: That's super funny.
0: Anyways, the thing that made The Blair Witch so successful, not, and it's not that it was like the first found footage movie, because it was not. It was the first movie to really take advantage of the internet And viral marketing. So basically what they did was they built this fake mythology of this Blair Witch.
1: Which just kind of blows my mind though because you could not do that in today's internet world. No. Which is just amazing that truly not that long ago you could convince a whole country that Blair Witch was real.
0: I mean it was 21 years ago.
1: I I mean that's not that long ago.
0: True. I mean, it was in our lifetime. Right. Um,
1: Maybe we were just old.
0: Yeah. I mean, so they they had, like, this whole documentary about the Blair Witch. Their IMDb page said that they were missing. Uh, They had all these pictures of, like, the car that they found on the side of the road. Like, all this crazy stuff. And, like, they just built it up to be this huge thing. Which I mean, it's crazy, and now I think and
1: clever and good for them for doing that.
0: Yeah, it's great that
1: mm-hmm. they did that.
0: Hmm. Um. Anyways, Blair Witch. It's it's not even a good movie. Like you go back and watch it, and it's just people in the woods crying and yelling <sighs> yeah. at each other.
1: I think I think you had to appreciate. Like, I think it was a movie that did not age well, and and really without the gimmick doesn't hold up.
0: Right. Actually, here's an interesting fact about that movie. There was no real script for it. What the directors would do is they would go out in the woods. So, like, the actors were given these cameras and were told to just, like, film everything. And the directors would go out into the woods and they would leave these, like, care packages with, like, a protein bar and then, like, a short index card of what they wanted them to do. And so, like, in the movie, one of the guys throws the map into the river and, like, the two other actors had no idea that he was going to do that. And so, like, that just kind of, like, leads them to feed off of each That's, other.
1: This movie, like, has a lot of unique things about it and I think should be appreciated for that. But it definitely didn't hold up over time.
0: No. I mean, the story is not interesting at all. Mm-mm. And when you think about the ending, it's not Scary. I mean, some of the fan theories are scary, but anyways. uh, We're here to talk about Blair Witch 2.
1: Book of Shadows.
0: Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. There's also...
1: Why is it called that?
0: Great question. I don't know. Um, There is another sequel to the Blair Witch uh, project just called Blair Witch, which that was... Uh, that came out in 2016, premiered at Comic-Con, and nobody knew that that movie was coming. They, on the release schedule, it had just been, there was a movie called The Woods, and then at Comic-Con, they're like, boom, secret Blair Witch movie, and people lost their brains.
1: That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And I've heard that it's uh not not uh, too bad. It does it actually connects to the first one better than the second one does. Okay. Um. So, so before we get into the plot, throughout the movie, there are these like quick cuts of. You seeing some horrific things happening in the woods. hmm Those were added by the studio after the fact. The director did not want to put those in the movie. Okay. There Wait. are also several scenes where you see some of the characters being interrogated by the police. hmm Those were also meant to all be shown at the end of the movie and not intercut throughout.
1: Yeah, that didn't make any sense.
0: It doesn't make any sense because of how they set up the movie. Mm-hmm. So, the movie opens with a, like, a title card basically saying all of these events are real, the names have been changed. Right. But it's all a dramatization.
1: What you see in a documentary, essentially. Yeah,
0: basically, like, if you were to see a dramatic retelling of the events in this movie, here's the rundown.
1: Mm-hmm
0: then does not make any sense because the format of the movie is like a normal movie and does not follow a documentary format
1: no no not at all um and like it doesn't follow the documentary and like it it's not even telling a story like you know documentaries tell a story of something Right. It it doesn't really tell, like, any cohesive story.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah. So, the, John Berlinger, he wanted the movie to be kind of more ambiguous, and the studio is like, why would you want to do that? <laughs> the Blair Witch is ambiguous. Isn't that ambiguous enough?
1: That's all they need.
0: They That's just wanted they the need. name
1: attached to it, I'm pretty I sure.
0: guarantee that they just wanted the name attached to it. This is like... This is like a, a Bloody Mary situation all over again with Urban Legend, mm-hmm. except this script was put together to be a, a sequel to Blair Witch. Do you have any other thoughts that you want to start off with? I don't have any other... Well, I do have one other fun fact, but we'll talk about it at the end.
1: Um. No, I'm ready to jump in the plot.
0: Cool, 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 cool. Um, so the... Uh, main characters t- in keeping with the, uh, the original Blair witch where the actors use their real names. Uh, the first name of all of the characters is the same in this one. They just changed their last names because I don't know reasons. Um, the only actor on this who really did anything with his life was, uh, Jeffrey Donovan, who plays Jeffrey Patterson in this one? In case you wanted to know, he uh, he was in *Burn Notice* and *Sicario*, and uh, actually a really great movie that you and I watched recently with uh, Bill Skarsgård and Micah Monroe called *Villains*. Highly recommend watching that. Um, okay, so let's talk about the plot. So the movie starts off. Showing some stock, not stock footage, but like some actual like news footage and stuff of people reacting to the original Blair Witch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Quick, uh, within it is cut these scenes of Burkittsville. I'm doing air quotes. Burkittsville residents talking about how they responded to the Blair Witch. Uh, I got a big chuckle out of the lady telling that she would sell rocks to people online because people were that obsessed with the Blair Witch that they just wanted rocks from her backyard.
1: And she said, but I can't ship the big ones because they cost too much.
0: <laughs> like, I-, I don't ship the big ones because they cost too much. That was funny. Uh, one of the people that we're introduced to is Jeff. Oh. Ignore, my. Text alerts. Okay, man, we're killing this killing
1: one. Killing it. Okay, we're introduced to Jeff. Jeff is he's like taking advantage of the market selling Blair Witch
0: paraphernalia. Attire. Yeah, he's got what? What does he call his thing? The Blair Witch Hunt. Yeah, I think so. So he sells. Tea, he he does tours. Called the Blair Witch Hunt. He sells Mm T-shirts and uh, those fun sticks from the first one that are put into different the little cross thing with like the arms and the legs. I don't really know how else to describe it, but if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Right. And he's like, these people are idiots. Cut to several months later or earlier. Earlier. And he is in a psychiatric hospital. Getting a
1: tube shoved down his nose.
0: Which normally would bother me. I don't like things being shoved into places in movies. Mm -mm. Uh, Specifically tubes. Mm. But this one just looks so fake. And you can tell that he's just running it alongside his, his face that it didn't bother me.
1: I still didn't like it. <laughs> and then they
0: proceed to pour this, like, Ew! liquid stuff down it.
1: I don't want to talk about it.
0: Well, that's all we have to say about okay, it. Okay, good. <laughs> 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 um, okay. And then cut to a couple months later when he's not in the hospital anymore. The timeline at the beginning of this movie I was very confused by.
1: Um, he was in a psychiatric hospital, and then he wasn't. Right. That's all the timeline they give us, I'm pretty certain.
0: Yeah. Uh, at this point, he, okay, so he's leading a group, uh, Stephen and Tristan, they are, uh... um, Oh, and
1: also, Tristan, boy or girl's name? Because I think it's a boy's name.
0: I think it's by... Gen- it What's it called? Is, Multigender, but... bigender. It goes both ways. You're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're researching mass hysteria, which is fitting. Oh, I should say at this point in the movie, we're in the like the dramatization again, air quotes uh, of everything. Erica is a Wiccan and Kim is a goth psychic. What? I don't know why they had two separate characters to take on those roles. Because they're two
1: separate things, Nigel.
0: Yeah. So, um, when we meet Kim, she is picked up in a cemetery and you might be saying why is she picked up in a cemetery? To which I will tell you, How else can you know that she's an edgy goth unless they pick her up in a cemetery? Duh. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that.
1: They could have introduced her with some like edgy music.
0: I think there was edgy music playing when they picked her up. Um,
1: And they had to like walk in the graveyard to go find her. It's not even like she was waiting for them at the gate. They had to like get out of their car and go walk and find her.
0: Well, I'm out. Um, yeah, but again, how else do we know that she's the edgy goth chick unless we see her laying on a grave in the middle of the daytime?
1: True. Not her clothes. Her clothes can't do that.
0: No. So Because we all know that edgy goth chicks lay around on cemeteries. <laughs> This is basic science, Caitlin.
1: This is science.
0: Uh, So they go to the middle of the woods and they spend the night in uh, the ruins of some house where they found the tapes from the original Blair Witch people. Or that's where they claim to find the tapes.
1: Wait, how Oh, we're introduced to the other girl by sh- her just being in the band already. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah.
0: She was okay. just there. Cool. Uh, Jeff sees a giant tree in the middle of these ruins, and he's like, hey, that wasn't there before. And everybody in the tour group's like, ha, 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 you're so funny, like, trying to scare us by saying a tree's there. That's stupid. No one's going to believe you by that.
1: But he didn't really seem that concerned about it. Like, he did for about 30 seconds, and then he seemed over it. Yeah. Whereas, like, if I came home one day, and there was a tree in the middle of our house, and I was like, Nigel, when did this tree get here? And you're like, what are you talking about, Keelan? It's always been here. I would be losing my mind.
0: Right. Honestly, if there was a tree, and, like, if I was that certain of a tree being somewhere, and it wasn't there before, especially a tree of this size, right, I'd be out. Yeah. I'd say you know what you're on your own. Right. Go do your own witch hunt. Right. I don't even know why he needed to be a tour guide for them in the first place. I don't know why they couldn't Took them have to all, all the all... good
1: spots.
0: Yeah, but like, why couldn't they just be like a group of friends?
1: Oh right, yeah. I because know. later
0: in the movie, they act like a group of friends. Right. Actually, at Not one point
1: later, just like the next scene.
0: At one point, Stephen jumps on Jeffrey's back. And I'm mm-hmm. like, this is way too familiar for a two guy. people who just met each right? other like 30 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you right. you right. So then another tour group shows up, which is primarily consisting of Asians and a German woman. And that was a pretty funny stereotype to see in the movie. And they're like, no, 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 you can't be here. Go hang out at Coffin Rock instead. Mm -hmm. They then proceed to go off the hook with drinking while they're hanging out in these ruins.
1: They had so much beer there. I don't know when they bought it all or how. Because they just went to the store that one time. Yeah, and they they picked it up. One case, just one case.
0: And there was that lady walking around with the the cart that just had all of the cans of ham in there.
1: Yeah, that was weird.
0: Yeah. I think that was one of those things that was like, this is supposed to be unsettling. It was not.
1: It was just like, why is that lady got so much ham? Yeah. It wasn't scary. Or unsettling. It was just weird. And honestly, I thought it was cat food, so I was like, oh, she's a cat lady, so...
0: Yeah, the only reason I know it's ham is because there's a good big old picture of it here on IMDb. It says,
1: ham, ham in a can?
0: Ham in a can. Blair Witch Hunt. Tours by appointment only. Yeah. In case uh, the secret's not out at this point, we use IMDb frequently while we're podcasting. (laughs) Um... And then at some point they pass out, right? Nothing yeah, happens. Yeah. Nothing happens right. other no, than they just drink a lot.
1: All you see, well, you see them drinking a lot. Oh no, okay, one thing happened so far. So you see them drinking a lot. You see them like um, making out with each other and like flirting and all of that. And then you you see um, what's Tristan's boyfriend's name? Steven. Um, You see Steven give Tristan the third de- degree because she is drinking, but she's also pregnant, which is a big plot point we forgot to mention.
0: It's a big plot point for about 10 seconds.
1: No, I would say it's pretty relevant throughout the whole movie. I
0: mean, it's like kind of relevant. After she gets out of the hospital, like when does it come yeah. up again?
1: Well, I mean, she's like in bed. It gives a reason for that. But yeah, I mean, I would say it's not a big plot point after the hospital.
0: Yeah. Um, you know what we should have said before this podcast? What? That there are going to be lots of spoilers and that if you were interested in, like, maintaining... Okay,
1: this is you. You've had 20 years to watch this movie. If you haven't watched it yet, that's on you, so. No, we don't need to do spoilers. 20 years, people.
0: I don't know, but the ending's kind of twisty and you might not want that ruined.
1: Okay, you've had 20 years to watch it.
0: Okay, okay, okay.
1: All right, put it at the beginning of the podcast, then.
0: Okay. Uh, so they wake <laughs> up. There's paper raining from the sky, which hey. that's No, well, weird. before
1: they wake up, though, she has a dream.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Major. Okay. <sighs> Tristan has a dream. Right. In which she walks into the middle of this river with a towel and holds it underwater because apparently she had a miscarriage in her sleep but it was just a dream that was actually probably the most disturbing part of the movie yeah but also didn't make any sense
1: nope because there was
0: like no blood and then all of a sudden you see blood
1: in this towel and then the baby and that was really sad
0: that was sad okay so then everybody wakes up and it's yeah. raining paper from the sky.
1: It's raining paper.
0: And everybody's like, What's this paper? What happened? Mm-hmm. And uh, Jeff, his cameras are destroyed. And they find out that it was all of Steven and Tristan's research documents. Which, okay, let's talk about this for a second. They're like, Oh, these were all original documents, and I'm like, "Why are you carrying around original documents with you in the middle of the woods?"
1: Right. Who does you that? You should
0: make photocopies. Also, but why
1: did they need them in the woods? Right. They didn't need all those papers in the woods. No. It was just an overnight thing, right?
0: It was a two-day thing.
1: Oh, two-day. But still, they didn't need all those papers. That right. was like.
0: But regardless, months of make, papers. Like, there's right. a, that was like their entire life's work. Right. And at one point,
1: this part was confusing too. She said, "It's all saved on the computer," and he said, "No, you know that what's on the computer is just notes, but it was typed papers." So I was also confused about that. Yeah, it it didn't make sense.
0: Yeah, uh, they say, "Hey, you know what? I bet uh, I think it's Kim because she's selectively psychic." She says, hey, I bet your tapes are in the same spot where they supposedly covered the original Blair Witch tapes. And lo and behold, there they are. And then Tristan has a real miscarriage, so they gotta whip on over to the hospital. And while she's there, we see the first of two spooky scares on the movie where we see a... Creepy looking little girl walking backwards. Yes, all of the ghosts walk backwards in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's just so stupid. (laughs) It's just a really stupid plot point. (laughs) Because okay, this I'm gonna just mention this now. We'll talk about this. And then I
1: feel like it also is stupid because it's like, like, what? But why? This Why movie do they- <laughs> tries
0: so hard to get you to be afraid of the of reverse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because the ghosts all go in reverse, and then like a big reveal later is that they need to play the tapes backwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh so if you've never been af- afraid of reversing before, don't watch <laughs> this movie. <laughs> you'll be terrified of it, you'll be terrified of reverse. <laughs>
1: It's so dumb. It's
0: stupid. Uh, and then for some reason, because I guess because the group has to know what happened, they say, okay, I guess we'll all go back to Jeff's house instead of saying, all right, that's the end know, of the tour. I know, if I
1: was in the hospital because I just had a miscarriage, I would not be going back to the stupid tour. I would be like, Nigel, take me home.
0: Yeah. like Or
1: I'm going to stay in the hospital until we can get a ride home.
0: Any rational person would be like, all right, uh, you have my phone number. If you watch that tape and figure out what happened to us, then we'll talk to you later. Right. Uh, that's about it. But they go back to uh, to Jeff's house, which was an, an old building that used to be a factory I, I guess Jeff seems like the type of person who would live there, but it also just kind of seems unnecessary.
1: Yeah, it was ridiculous. I thought what was most ridiculous was his door alarm, though.
0: Oh, yeah, he's got a door alarm that's just a speaker with a bunch of dogs barking anytime the win- the door opens. So that's fun. Uh, Erica's freaked out. Oh, so they start watching the tapes, and they find some footage of Erica dancing naked. And Erica's like, I don't remember any of this. And goes and freaks out. And then that's when they start to notice that they have these weird symbols all over their bodies. Uh, let's go back for a second. Okay. Erica's reason for being there is she wants to talk to the Blair Witch. Or something like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was something like that. But, like, why? I forget why. I feel like they mentioned why, but I don't remember.
0: Something about being a Wiccan.
1: Yeah. Did you want her powers?
0: No. Something. Mm. Kim, they drink a lot of coffee and a lot of alcohol, and Kim has to go to the store. And while she's there, because she's gothic, everybody has a problem with her thinking that she's a witch. And she loses it on the cashier because the cashier oh, yeah. won't ring her up. And it's like, just give her money and leave.
1: Yes. But and I think you mentioned this before, too. Um, she also has like visions. Yeah. Of like what's to come. She's like ghost of Christmas future. So she's psychic? I like to think of them as either ghost of Christmas present, ghost of Christmas past, or ghost of Christmas future.
0: Christmas past is just memories. (laughs) 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 There's no special talent there.
1: (laughs) Yes, there is, because they take them back to those memories physically.
0: Okay. It's like time travel. Yeah, but like being psychic or having a memory is okay.
1: Like yeah. Okay. Well, she okay.
0: throughout Keep this going. whole
1: no, but throughout this whole time, she's kind of having like visions of like what's to come. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be scary, but it it wasn't. It's I also just was confused. selective. Yes.
0: Is that all you had to say? Yeah, that's all I had to say. Oh, I okay. just wanted
1: that to be known that like throughout all of this, she's having like visions of things happening.
0: Right. Uh, so she, but like
1: she's having visions of things happening, but we're, in are intercut throughout the whole movie. We're seeing these people being mutilated and cut open and yeah. arranged in a certain way and all of that throughout the whole movie and we have no reference for it.
0: Right. It's it just
1: flashes.
0: I think it's supposed to be scary, but it's just annoying.
1: Yeah. And I didn't... Yeah, it didn't make sense.
0: Yeah. Uh. So she's driving. Some kids harass her by throwing rocks at the van. She's borrowing Jeff's van, mm-hmm. which seems a little also friendly for just meeting these people.
1: Yeah, and where are their cars? How are they... What was their original plan to get home?
0: Yeah, why was she just at the cemetery without a car?
1: Right. What was she going to do? Get dropped back off there?
0: I didn't even think about that. None of them had vehicles? No. They're all... Kidnapped by Jeff, yeah. apparently. Yeah, Uh. Okay, so then there are a bunch of children in the gr- in the road and she tries to get out of the way and she crashes the van but then doesn't really crash the van because she just gets up and starts driving. And then they go home and they fall asleep, I guess. Because then it's morning, right?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Um, She's like, hey, something happened to your van. And then she was like, but it's still drivable because I got home. And then he looks outside the next morning and his van looks like the Hulk it was sandwiched. smashed it. Yeah. Yeah. Super weird, right?
1: Crazy. Are you scared yet? You guys should be scared.
0: Yeah. Uh, Tristan and Steven are li- Steven's like, all right, Tristan, we're going to leave. Erica's going to take us back to... The airport, or I don't really know where they were gonna go, but he just said that they needed to leave. But then Erica disappears, and, and the
1: Erica was gonna take them in again, Jeff's van. Yeah, oh, wait, no, but before Erica disappears, him, uh, Steven, and Erica, oh, yeah, they had have that this, weird like, vision weird where they're jointed vision where they have sex, but like it's like a but they didn't, but like they had a vision together that they did.
0: But then she also claws open his stomach.
1: Yeah, and kills him. Well, essentially in the vision, she would have killed him, but that wasn't real life.
0: But I guess it just woke him from the vision. I don't know. It was stupid.
1: And then they find out that they both have the same scars, though.
0: Yeah, they're slowly realizing that they all have these rune marks on their body that kind of just look like pimple designs. (laughs) Yeah. So they decide to call
1: Ghostbusters.
0: No, Erica's dad. Who we, oh,
1: yeah, because she says like, I'm she was like a pastor's kid. And-
0: so this is this is kind of I rolled my eyes at this. So they call her and they're like, hey, we're looking for Erica. And they're like, oh, pastor so and so he doesn't have any kids. And they're like, yeah, but we, we just need to talk to him. It's about his daughter. We, we know that like he's her father. And the secretary's like, "Oh no, they don't have any children," and they're like, "What? Why would she tell us that?" And it's like, "Okay, look, she's a witch. He's the pastor of a church. Like, it's not unreasonable to think that he probably disowned and doesn't acknowledge that he has a daughter."
1: Yeah, that's. Possible. I mean, it's
0: horrible, but they act like it's this big, like something's going on. I think like
1: Erica's lying. To them and basically tricking them.
0: Yeah, which, that seemed like a bigger stretch than whatever actually was going on. Um, What's going on? What was going on? Uh, They were getting messed with by the Blair Witch. Okay. Why is it the Blair Witch? Why isn't it, why don't they call it the Burkittsville Witch?
1: Also, we know Erica goes missing because I don't know if they find this right away. I think they do. There's a circle of candles and her clothes are in the middle of it. Oh, yeah. But she's obviously not there.
0: Yeah. So but she's But now naked. she's missing and naked.
1: Oh, that's the worst type of missing.
0: I think about that a lot. That would be <laughs> right? the worst. Right? Uh, so then they get a call from the sheriff. And the chef is like, hey... uh, The chef? The sheriff.
1: You said they get a call from the sheriff, and the chef is like...
0: (laughs) I said sheriff?
1: Sheriff. The Uh, sheriff says.
0: He is like, hey, turn on the TV. And Jeff's like, okay.
1: Also, the sheriff is like a butt.
0: Yeah, we know because of these weird interrogation videos that the sheriff does not like Jeff. Yeah. And he says... Hey, you remember that other tour group? Yeah, they're super dead.
1: And it's your fault.
0: And we're pretty sure it's your fault. And he's like, I'm going to find out. I'm going to find for sure. And then... And
1: he's on TV waving to Yeah, Jeff. that
0: was silly. That made um,
1: me think of a, a movie we watched recently or something.
0: It's okay, keep going. Okay. <laughs> um... Kim finds she finds some like folders with all their information. And Jeff's like, I don't know what that is. And she's like, yeah, you do.
1: It was police reports.
0: Yeah, because we find out that they are police reports from the police. later, Which doesn't movie. make sense. It doesn't make sense. Um, and then they find Erica's body in a closet. Um, so that's a thing.
1: I was more impressed that it was just standing up. How do you get a dead body to stay standing? Cuz it didn't look like it was leaning on anything.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Movie magic.
1: I wonder if you could do that in real life though.
0: I mean, after rigor mortis sets in, probably, maybe. I don't I'm know. just taking a shot in the dark. Um I don't remember why, but then they I think the next thing they do is they play the tapes backwards. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah, because then they, they blame Tristan, I think.
0: Right, because things are starting to hit the fan at this point. Mm-hmm. So they play the tape backwards, for some reason, because this movie's trying really hard to get you afraid of afraid reverse. Of reverse. Uh, and they see, they find out that Tristan led them in some kind of drunken ritual. Orgy thing.
1: Yeah, that was weird. Like, why?
0: They were all naked, and Like, they why did all... you...
1: They don't set Tristan up to be someone who knows how to lead a well, drunken orgy ritual, so...
0: Because she's possessed by the Blair Witch. Your but series, is she, though?
1: Because at first I was like...
0: Because this whole movie wants you to think, oh, I bet you think it's gonna be the right, witch. But I
1: don't think that she was possessed because of what we watch with the... Police tapes.
0: I, but they don't remember any of that stuff happening. So maybe they were all possessed by the spirits.
1: But then... Wait, right, I think everyone else was possessed? I don't yeah. know if Tristan was or not.
0: Yeah, but why would she tell them to go kill the people at Coffin Rock? And then pretend like she wasn't?
1: I don't know. Because then why would she... If she was possessed by something... Why would she let her, her boyfriend, you know her?
0: I think her here's what I think happened. I think the witch possessed Tristan, and they got all drunken and disorderly and started doing the ritual thing per okay. possessed Tristan's instructions. Okay. They go and confront or and kill the group at Coffin Rock. Mm-hmm. And after that's done, the witch who had possessed Tristan was like, I, I'm out. So then Tristan's like, I don't know what's going on. Okay. So then they're like, oh, hey, Tristan, you're still totally possessed. And we're going to hang you. And... Uh, they start pushing her and pushing her, and then she starts well, taunting Stephen.
1: Yeah, right. I think before that, I just want to mention this one thing. Okay. Um, Stephen was, um, he hears children crying, and Tristan keeps seeing visions of these children.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. yeah. So And these, we see another ghost girl outside of the building and walking dogs. backwards. Oh, and dogs. And then
1: the br- the the bridge, the bridge break. breaks, and Steven's basically left hanging there. And Tristan apparently like walks over and looks at him and walks away. And then yeah. the rest of the group helps him. But Stephen and Tristan share these visions of these kids crying or something or like laugh no laughing laughing, and Tristan I guess I guess she was possessed because she says like. I am having memories of being the Blair witch essentially. She's yeah, like I remember like when they tied me up to the post and all these kids came to like check if I were if I was dead and they were doing all these things to me. So I guess she was possessed by the Blair witch, but it didn't make sense overall. Anyway, that's what happened with that part. I just and I don't even really know why they added that in, but I just wanted to mention it cuz it happened.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm
1: trying to stay true to form here.
0: Yeah, you're doing great. And then she starts, like, yelling things at Steven, so he pushes her and it hangs her. And then they're all arrested. And uh, so they're like, Tristan was possessed, and they're like, this is what happened. And they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, there's videotape, like, play the tape, play the tape. And... So then each of them is like, oh, play the tape. And then we find out that Kim killed the cashier at the store. Jeff killed Erica. And Tristan shoved or Steven, Steven. pushed Tristan off the balcony without her actually saying anything to. Like, she was like baiting grimmed at night. Yeah. Um,
1: so they all get arrested.
0: And uh, that's uh, pretty much it.
1: And here's the things that we're left with. Why did you put this in the movie? Why was Jeff in an insane asylum? Uh, Why did we have so many characters, honestly? What was the point of them going back to Jeff's place and trying to watch tapes? And I guess for us, the audience, I don't know. It just seemed like a messy let's m- throw this together the whole movie felt like a montage
0: yeah it, you know what it kind of felt like what it kind of felt like a Marilyn Manson music video
1: <laughs>
0: yes um, okay so here's the thing that I wanted to tell tell everyone uh, if you watched the DVD or the VHS version of this movie After the credits roll, there's a special featurette that you can watch called The Secrets of S-rever. It's reversed backwards. And basically they're like, oh, there were these deleted scenes in the movie. And when they were editing the movie, they saw these creepy things in it. And they're like, we can't explain them because they didn't plan it. Wink, wink. Meanwhile, in the bottom screen, there's like these letters that keep flashing. And so like in the deleted scene, they show like, like, uh, will walk by like some file cabinets. And in like one shot, there's like a pentagram on there. And then the next it's like gone. And they're like, what? That's weird. Uh... And then at the end of the feature at the narrator's like, hey, play this backwards, and I bet there'll be a secret message. And then you play it backwards, and then you have all the letters that you just need to unjumble from when you watched it forward the first way. I guess, okay. And then those words are supposed to point to certain scenes in the movie that have hidden words. And the sentence that you get is like, seek me no further or else. But there are also like hidden faces and stuff throughout the movie, too.
1: I wish mm-hmm. you could see my face right now.
0: I wish that you could see Caitlyn's face right now because it's the biggest WTF ever.
1: That's so dumb.
0: Yeah. And also, they thought people
1: were going to like this movie way more than they did.
0: Right. They also assumed that people were going to dig into this movie way more than they right. did. Uh, you're also supposed to, I guess you could type in seek me no further or else on the interwebs and you'd get a special secret scene that wasn't in the movie. But, uh, because that was before YouTube, you can't watch it. So sucks to suck.
1: I'm disgusted.
0: Right. It was like their own way of trying to make this, Similar to the original Blair Witch.
1: Dumb. <laughs> Give me your license back. Not allowed to make movies anymore.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Um.
1: I think this movie was a waste of time for everyone. The actors involved, the people making it, me watching it, me talking about it, you listening to this podcast... All of it, waste of time.
0: Oh, yeah. I would not recommend to anybody. This movie is unnecessary to watch. Yes. It is not fun. Nope. There's no reason to rewatch it nope. unless you're that interested in solving the situation. If secrets this was the last S-River, movie
1: in the world, I would just not watch movies anymore.
0: I would just pick up a book. Yeah. Oh, I gosh. mean, not that like reading is like the worst thing in the world, right, but, but like, like, given no. the choice between a really difficult, boring book in this movie, I would, I would pick, pick the that book. book. Yeah. I would also pick any other anything, activity. any other activity.
1: <laughs> Except for maybe, like, murdering someone. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Definitely not murder. Definitely nothing crime-related, yeah. actually. Yeah, Uh, I would maybe play sports ball. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I would play some sports ball.
1: I would play sports ball with my coworkers before watching this movie. Now that's saying something.
0: I would willingly get COVID rather than watch this movie. You can't say
1: that, that's not appropriate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Um, You're going to get us uh, canceled. We're already canceled. (laughs) I literally have nothing else to say about this movie. I mean, there were no. You know what
1: movie was better than this? Little Italy. I'd watch Little Italy before I watch this movie again. Oh,
0: I would easily watch Little Italy before this movie again. Uh, honestly.
1: Killers, watch it before.
0: Honestly, I want to put before. this in the bottom G- five. Um, I would
1: put it. I would not watch it before. Uh, Thanksgiving, I might watch before. Uh,
0: I don't okay. know. No, so I don't think I would. Uh, let's just talk about something real quick. I have a problem with our list because after thinking about it, I would rather watch *Thanks Killing* over the 2019 Dolls movie. But that's just a minor grievance. I would not. I don't. I know hated
1: *Thanks Killing*. Oh
0: man. Okay. Uh, I think it should go
1: somewhere between attack of the killer tomatoes that should not even be below the make how did i let that happen
0: because we remember we decided that return of the killer tomatoes was good but attack of the killer yeah, tomatoes it, was it's just still better boring. than the make
1: but it's still better than the make so i would put it after attack of the killer tomatoes or so it should be somewhere between alone in the dark and attack of the killer tomatoes i
0: would put it beneath thanksgiving
1: that's that's fine
0: this That's movie funny. was awful. I mean,
1: if I'm willing to watch things killing over this movie, you done made a bad movie. Things killing is not enjoyable.
0: So really, our bad movie ranking list is like a scale of fun and bad right. to just mediocre. And this movie was just mediocre. Right. Bottom five, mediocre. Boom, skis. Boom, done. Underneath Thanksgiving. Killing*. Get out of here. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, I'm glad that Jeffrey Donovan still had a career after this movie. Yeah. And John Berlinger. I mean, he he had the... He probably was like, oh, this movie didn't do well. I better go back and interview those West Memphis kids. Yeah.
1: Good for them. They recovered. I don't think anyone else did.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, I don't know if anyone else in this movie had been in something.
1: Hey, but will a couples last?
0: I mean, were there any couples in this movie?
1: Well, uh, Stephen and Tristan. Tristan's okay, well, dead. he so. killed her, so. No. And uh, Jeff and uh, the redhead, but uh, she's dead, so.
0: Yeah, so any potential mating in this movie, uh, die. Dunzo.
1: Dunzo.
0: Or they went to prison.
1: But yeah, so do you think he's going to go back to the insane asylum, or do you think he's going to go to prison? Because what was up with even putting the insane asylum stuff in the movie? I don't
0: know. Unless that was like a flash forward and we missed that. But I feel no, like. No, the...
1: because he said he what we, we found oh, out he yeah, already was, he was in the same as Salem. I,
0: don't I think know.
1: it was a flashback, but it doesn't make sense why.
0: Uh, look, at this point, we've been talking about this movie for an hour. I don't care anymore. <laughs> uh, and that's all I have to say about that.
1: All right. What's our next movie? It's got to be better than this.
0: Uh, Hopefully, it's called Ultraviolet. Okay. It's got Mila Jovovich in it. Okay. And... uh, What's it about? I think vampires. Okay. Okay. But also, I know that it's notable for the CGI being garbage.
1: All right. Here's a question. Are we going to run out of bad movies? Never. Okay. Okay. If you say so.
0: Please ignore our dog. Oh, my God. We need to get our basement fixed so we can have our podcast studio. Oh,
1: my gosh. All right. There goes the cat. The Rock world is falling apart. Everything's okay. falling apart. We have to right. go because our dog and our cat.
0: and It's just a whole know, thing. It's a and whole thing. I don't know how else we're going to wrap this up. So <laughs> we're, we're just going to say that we're done. Yeah. And, we'll and if you, you in- don't
1: hear from us again, though. Maybe the Blair Witch is real and she killed us.
0: Maybe. Maybe not. We'll find out.
1: We'll find out. If we're not here next week, you know what happened.
0: But we'll still talk to you next week. Okay, bye. Bye.